This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance industry provides individualized protection on more than 490 million acres of farmland. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The leader of the Senate Ag Committee says she's concerned about the current debt ceiling debate and its potential impact on farm policy. House Republican leaders have suggested spending cuts as part of the negotiations to raise the federal debt ceiling. Michigan Democrat Debbie Stabenow says she's seen that before. Ultimately, that ended up in across-the-board cuts to a variety of mandatory programs, including ARC and PLC, which continues today and will continue for another eight years, regardless of the current debate. 5.7% cut every year. That cut was the result of the Budget Control Act passed in 2011. She says with many members of Congress seeing their first farm bill process, the particulars of the impacts on ag policy need to be better understood. And I worry about the folks who've never done a farm bill. We got 240 people between the House and Senate, most in the House, as we know, never written a farm bill, never voted on a farm bill, who don't understand what this means to rural America and agriculture. In fact, one of the ways to get more assistance to farmers would be to repeal that 5.7% yearly cut, which I'd be happy to do. Stabenow made those comments at a hearing featuring testimony from a dozen groups about the Farm Bill's commodity title. Phil Brasher has a look at some of her comments on input prices and the farm safety net in his coverage on agripulse.com. One of those inputs has seen a turbulent few years in its cost and supply. AgriPulse's Hannah Peggle has more. A leader in the fertilizer industry says the volatile market has made it difficult for retailers to plan for future supply orders. Corey Rosenbush is the CEO of the Fertilizer Institute. He says the fertilizer market has been very dynamic heading into the spring planting season. We've seen some softening in the market, which make farmers really happy. I think we also saw a lot of farmers who decided to do a little bit of wait-and-see approach this year. Uh, as they saw prices come down, uh, waiting and seeing if they could hit the bottom of that market is going to create a, a really interesting dynamic for the spring. Just to be clear, we don't, we don't really have supply issues, but without proper planning, we got to really make sure that all of that product was positioned correctly. Rosenbush says the industry is coming off a very volatile high market situation due to drastic price increases in the last few years, which has caused issues for ag retailers. Anecdotally, I heard one ag retailer that only only ended up getting about 60 or 70 percent of what they needed in position just because things were moving a little bit slower than normal this year. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Pagel. Finally today, with administrative action in hands to allow summertime sales of E15 this year, attention now shifts to the possibility of a permanent nationwide solution. The EPA is already proposing to approve a petition that would allow sales in eight Midwest states next year, but for sales across the country, federal legislation might be required after previous efforts by the EPA have been struck down in the courts. Iowa Republican Chuck Grassley has co-sponsored many previous attempts to move legislation on Capitol Hill. He says opposition from oil companies could prove to be a formidable obstacle for lawmakers looking to move a bill, even after the support of the American Petroleum Institute for nationwide year-round E-15 sales. That, that's a movement that, I, quite frankly, I didn't expect, and I'm glad that it came, and we'll just have to... We'll just have to praise the Lord that they did that. But 
I don't know whether it's a complete uh, change of opinion for all of the big oil companies. API says it supports legislation to harmonize the E15 rules across the country to avoid creating a boutique market in the Midwest. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 490 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.